Listeners, you're listening to another exciting episode of Chewing the Scenery Horror Movie Podcast. This here is a podcast where we friends get together and talk about some of them horror movies, which we will spoil. But first, we talk about Recently Watched, which we try not to spoil. And we thank the Moonrays for giving us that song, Intro Creature Features, at the top of the show. You can find the music on Apple Music or Amazon, where you can buy it digitally, or say hello to them on Facebook, where they are the Moon Dash Rays. And... We are not professional critics. We're your hosts. I'm Richard. I'm here with Will. Stay off the moors. Oh, wait. Wrong part. I could, hey, I could cut that and insert it at the end of the show. Uh, and Jolien. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. See, when we're, we, we can talk about that later. But uh, yeah, bonsoir. Uh, we're going to talk about Halloween Ends. But to try and put that off as long as possible, we'll talk about <laughs> Recently Watched. So, who wants to start it? I'll go first. Do it, Will. I have Halloween Ends. Twice. <gasps> That's all you watched? That's all I watched. Oh, and Pearl. Because mm. I'm going to watch it every week till I get absolutely sick of it. <laughs> or I know every word. <laughs> Possibly both. It's your new Rocky Horror Picture Show. When, yeah. do, when does Maxine come out? Is that uh, end of this year? I thought it was like March or March? something. Oh, excellent. Yeah. I may be wrong. Don't quote me on that. But I. Maxine, this March says Will. Yeah. Maxine comes out in March. We're all going to go see it. Bloody Disgusting's interview with Will. <laughs> um, so later this month, that Cronenberg. Um, Son of Cronenberg movie is coming out. I want to see Son of Cronenberg. <laughs> now that's some body horror. <laughs> would be great. Um, are you excited to see another? What is his name? Uh, Brandon. Brandon. Yeah. Brandon Cronenberg. Like uh, not Tanner Cronenberg or <laughs> Jaden Cronenberg. Cronenberg. Can, can you imagine being the midwife at the, his birth? <laughs> Hmm. Yes. I mean, to present the kid. <laughs> David Cronenberg's like, <laughs> Be afraid. Be very afraid. It's a boy. <laughs> <laughs> there were some problems. Some unexpected. <laughs> Something got mixed with the... <laughs> yes. So did you both watch that Brandon Cronenberg movie that... Has... I didn't watch it yet. Okay. I saw his or no. previous one. Okay. Is the one that's coming out this month, is it David or... Brandon's new movie. I'm trying to remember now. He, David did Crimes of the Future last year. Okay. Yeah. And Brandon's one comes out soon. This month. Okay. So it is a Brandon. And I believe uh, Ari Aster's new film comes out pretty soon. The poster's weird looking. It's called Bo is Afraid. Hmm. Um, 
Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Mm. He says it's it's funny. He says it's a comedy, so you know it's going to oh, be boy. really dark <laughs> and <laughs> probably disturbing. Because I think he's sick in the head, but I love him. <laughs> I love someone whose sense of humor is pitch black like that. Where you're like, ooh, is that even a joke? Yeah. It's funny in a way. <laughs> well, it's really exciting that we've got that many... That in the first place, we have this many good horror directors, writers and directors, um, and that we can look forward to, oh, these yeah. three or four have something coming out this year. Nosferatu. Yeah. There's so much. It's a it's an embarrassment of riches lately. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm so happy about that. Yes. So what else, Will? That's just, it. That's it? Just Halloween ends. It's just a high and a low. I was going to watch uh, Halloween 4 and 5. Because mm. I thought those were the lowest points. <laughs> or resurrection. Oh, I remember or... those days when you thought Halloween 5 was the worst. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I'll talk about that later. Are we going to apologize to Rob Zombie at the end of this? Yes. Fuck no. <laughs> no apologies. Do I need to mention the monsters to both of you? <clears throat> no. But that's, that's, that's a later crime. <laughs> it's still a crime. That was always in there, <laughs> spinning around in his head, the monsters, but just like the monsters, not funny. It's the same as the monsters. Exactly. <laughs> That's the uh, point. Was it a great update of the monsters? It was a perfect And copy. a bad movie, or was it a bad movie? It was a great, great reproduction of the actual monster show, which I tried to watch recently. And it's probably the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and I watched, I sat through Roller Gator, so. So what, so from from that era, let's say the Munsters were kind of the cutoff just before color TV, so they probably finished in 64 or 65? Yeah, and I think they ran to 66. Did they? Because I don't think they did them in color on the TV show. a single season of that thing. Is it just one? think so yeah i think it was one God, maybe two they like did two movies okay maybe it was two movies but that season's like 30 episodes okay that's why that's why you seasons see... were longer back then yeah butch patrick is like five when they start and he's like 15 when they end it yeah <laughs> they had to film a new episode every day right well i guess my question is uh, since it was never in color you know, because uh, color really hit hit home at 1966 when they, you know, debuted the Batman series. When color came out, finally on television, was, yeah, well, um, real life wide, too. Widely, <laughs> yeah, it's weird, right? Um, I was going somewhere with that, and I totally lost my train of thought. So never mind. So the monsters were good. It's a good show. No, is that what you're going to no. argue? I think that's where it was going. The movie was in color. Mon- yeah. Monsters Go Home. Monster yes. Go Home. Yeah. And there's. Is it just the one movie? Uh, no, there was another one. Like, it was years later. Monsters then. Come Back. Oh, yeah. There was like a, one of those reunion things. Like, yeah. Like Monsters um, Got Old. Gilligan's Island movies oh. and things. Yeah, where they replaced a third of the cast, and you're like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, because they were like, no way I'm going back to that crap. No. I went and died instead. <laughs> Yeah, t- uh, I think Tina Louise was just maybe a little too vain to come back after a certain age. 
So yeah. what are you going to do? Um, so that was it. Jolien, what about you? What did you watch? <laughs> All right. I watched uh, Amok, a.k.a. Maniac Mansion, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Hotbed of Pleasure. Hmm. Original Italian title, Alla Ricerca del Piacere, which is uh, in the pursuit of pleasure. Okay. 1971, Silvio Amadio, Giallo. Um, Barbara Boucher, Rosal Boneri, and Venice. Venice? Oh. And if you need more, there's a plot. Oh, man. Um, so Boucher plays this woman who goes to work for a writer named Richard. Mm-hmm. Another Richard. Who's played by Farley Granger. And he lives in this house in this island in the marshlands near Venice. Um, so it, it's all like decaying and... Oh, it's gorgeous. The elements have gotten to it. Uh, it's Venice. Yeah. Um, looks great. So trashy. <laughs> uh, if you want to see Barbara Boucher nude, if you want to see Rosal Boneri nude, if you want to see them both nude, <laughs> nuding each other, this all, is the movie for you. All nude all the time. Um, you also get to see eel chopping and duck shooting, which wasn't pleasant. Mm. There's a flashback to the murder, which left no witnesses except the killer. So it's odd how this is being flashed back to. Mm-hmm. But this is a giallo, and there's still 15 minutes to go, so there's like three major twists. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like the the record playing during the orgy scenes where the only lyrics are sexually, oh, sexually, mm. um, and people are like, you know, doing the frog and stuff like that. And you know, a better lyric would have been witch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hadn't quite figured that out yet. This is still seventy one. Um, the soundtracks by uh, Teo Usweli is it's good. Um, Farley Granger did several movies in Italy at this point. Um, he did Gialli, he did Horror, he did Polizieschi. Um, he did a Giallo called uh, So Sweet, So Dead, and uh, <laughs> another one called uh, The Killer is a Sex Maniac, hmm. which is even more trashy than this one. But anyway, um, lots to enjoy. Fun. Yeah. I'll check it out. I wouldn't say it was a good movie. No. Looks good, sounds good. What more do you need? Yeah. There you go. Hour and a half. I can hear it. I can see pleasure. it. Yeah. Gratuitous nudity. It's yeah. good to go. Um, I think these are all European. Um, the Coming of Sin from 1978. This is directed by uh, Jose Larraz, who did Vampires. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about this woman named Triana, who dumped on this English artist named Lorna by this couple who's returning to England. Uh, Lorna is told that Triana has strange dreams of being chased by a horse. Uh, next day, a naked man and a horse turns up at the villa. Hmm. Um, so this is like your classic Laraz setup of two women in a house and a man turns up uh, who thinks he's going to be the dominant figure. Mm-hmm. No. No. Um, so this was made in a couple of weeks with little money, no experienced actors apart from the horse, um, <laughs> who, who'd actually done some other movies. Um, it's very edig- edig- Got top billing. enigmatic, oneric, sapphic, scopophilia. Oh. That's another uh, you know pleasant way to spend an hour and a half. It's got a classic scene of um, like a dream sequence where she, um, she's in this like cutaway of a horse. Oh, okay. And there's this horse coming up behind her. Um, anyway, it doesn't take Freud to figure that out. Yeah. Um, and watched uh, El Extrano Amor de los Vampiros, 
I don't think it ever got an English title. Uh, it's from 1975, Leon Klimovsky, who worked with Paul Nashi quite a bit. This is a very murky vampire flick with nice locations and costumes. I like the acid rock credits. Um, Count Rudolph is vampirized by a roving female vampire and passes it on by seducing Catherine. Catherine and residents of the local cemetery are invited to a party up at Count Rudolph's castle with music, dancing, bloodletting and lots of balloons. Catherine and Rudolph actually fall in love and as her mortal boyfriend is a philandering git and she has a terminal disease, becoming a vampire is like levelling up. It's a good option. Um, local angry mob union has other ideas. So hmm. You can guess how it turns out. But... Happy for everybody? Yeah. So Pick a song and dance number? It, it, was, it was interesting to have like a... Uh, this is an early example of vampires being a good lifestyle choice. Yeah. 1972? Five. Five. 75, so, okay. So... Yeah, pre interview with a vampire and all that where vampires are this beautiful elegant hmm. people who generally have immortal, a better time beautiful of it than, people. than mere mortals do yeah so the, so the 1963 um kiss of the vampire the kiss of the vampire um i just caught about two-thirds of it on the sven Gulli show and you about uh, half of what you described could be used to describe that one orgies yeah the big party with all the beautiful uh, people balloons and lanterns and beautiful people and super vivid color on that Mm. one holy crap yeah i love that one yeah it's gorgeous um i couldn't tell if if the story was cohesive because i missed a third of it or maybe half of it but uh kind of want to go back to it yeah it's good it was on my list and i didn't get to see it yet until poof it was on um, I'll, I'll uh, try and remember it. Yeah, that'd be cool for next time. Um, good cast, though. So what else did you have? That's it. Oh, okay. Um, so I watched the 101 Scariest Horror Movie Moments of All Time. A couple more episodes of that. I think I may have mentioned it in a previous episode, but I got a couple more episodes behind me. Um, this is uh, available, I think, on Shudder. It's master filmmakers and genre experts celebrating and Uh-oh. discussing the and dissecting the most terrifying moments of the greatest horror movies ever made, explaining how these scenes were created and why they burned themselves into the brains of audiences around the world. That's the blurb. One of the things I got to say is it's great to watch Tom Savini talk about how they, or no, I think it was actually Greg Nicotero. They might've talked to him and Savini both. They're talking about how in the omen, the plate glass cutting the Mm. head off and, uh, Greg Nicotero talks about, and and I think this is how they did it with a wire this way. And they kept the head spinning and then they controlled where the head went. And he says, if you're wondering if I'm really kind of obsessed with the scene and he reaches over and he goes, I own the head. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, that was kind of cool. But, um, but they talked to people who, uh, you know, like, uh, Mick Garris, um, Ryan Turek, who <laughs> it's, it's funny to see. Uh, what they what they credit him for, like, oh yeah, the black phone, yeah, but you were also yeah, you partly re- the Halloween trilogy, Halloween trilogy. <laughs> smart guy. Uh, <laughs> he, he kept quiet about that. Yeah, wow. didn't want to mention. Well, I don't, I don't know if they, I don't think they ask any of them like, what have you done? But some of them will offer something up, like you know, Savini might be, might say, well, when we did this shot, 
here's what we did mm. because they'll be talking about something like when Jason pops out of the lake at the end of the first Friday, the 13th movie spoilers for Friday, the 13th. Um, they, they might talk to the person who did that because he's one of the guests on this show. But, uh, you know, you've also got a couple of comedians and, uh, horror directors who happen to be funny, like Edgar Wright, uh, Fede Alvarez, um, he's one of the people that they go back to. Uh, so, um, oh, and Jeffrey Reddick from, uh, Final Destination movies. They actually talk about the logging truck one with all oh, the, yeah, oh good. man, that's <laughs> something else. But, uh, this one is so worth a watch. You know, you could just sit there. The episodes I think are about an hour long. Are they eclectic? Do they go back? Yeah. They, I mean, they cover a lot. They mm. cover a lot. Uh, it's not just like a narrow little band of this particular era of horror. Mm-hmm. This this does hit all kinds of different eras. Um, we watched the first episode of The Last of Us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I got to say, it's off and running. I, I really liked it. Uh, once you're past all of the flashbacks or the establishing stuff and you're into what's going to be the present... It seems like this is going to be a really good one, and it's based on a video game, which I never played. Um, we watched the Elvis movie, the Baz Luhrmann Elvis movie. Uh, it took me a little bit to get past that the young actor resembles Elvis Presley, but his face is a little long, and he's maybe a little thin. I mean, Elvis had a different build, but um, the illusion works itself in and out for me. That's just for me. Uh, but it's very stylized, very Boz Lerman, where he likes to cut back and forth between a couple of different ideas and kind of get you into what he's thinking and super stylize it. Uh, you do get a lot of the story um, fairly accurate about, you know, some of the career stuff with Elvis and some of the people surrounding him. There is a lot about Colonel Tom Parker who's played by Tom Hanks with some makeup. I'm sorry, Colonel Tom Hanks. Yes. (laughs) Um, Super interesting, like, because the guy's an absolute huckster, you know, and and, uh, Baz Luhrmann makes no bones about it. Uh, He does make him something of a sympathetic character, like you can kind of see what his flaws are and maybe kind of understand that, oh, you know couldn't help himself he was just that much of a mess but he really kind of dragged elvis down with him like never let him do international tours he didn't want to get caught for his crimes from uh being from holland and having done whatever horrible stuff he did but uh yeah it's a long movie but it's but it moves along nicely and you you get some good casting some really really fun stuff that you can watch. Uh, you see appearances by, um, obviously actors playing BB King, Hank Snow, uh, little Richard, the guy who plays little Richard nails it. Uh, just fun to watch. Lisa Marie died last week. Yeah. Like that was kind of unexpected. Um, so that one's worth a look. Uh, and I think that was about it other than some television, you know, maybe some more of that, 90 show but yeah uh so we put it off as long as we can <laughs> halloween ends 
Will, you're like, oh, sure, loan me that movie. And I was like, yeah, Will, this milk smells terribly sour. You should smell it. <laughs> and I said, give me that curtain. Doesn't sell, <laughs> smell sour at all. Or rather, it doesn't smell any more sour than any other Halloween movie. <laughs> that is that is the the final thought on on Halloween. As I've I've seen them and they're no good. <laughs> They've let you down every single time. Every single time, except, except the maybe the first one. The first two for me. <laughs> uh, I think part of the problem is Halloween. The original uh, was one of the two forbidden films I couldn't watch. No I had kidding? a video nasties, but they only had two films. <laughs> it was written by your parents, not. Uh, my parents didn't care, but the lady who owned the video store wouldn't lend us Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Halloween. And so when I finally saw them, I still thought Texas Chainsaw Massacre was pretty good. Halloween didn't didn't do it for me as much. And how you know? old were you at the time? Mm, I was a teenager, probably 15, 16 okay. before I saw it. And it's it's okay. Hmm. But it's not my favorite John Carpenter movie and uh everything after that stunk until Halloween ends. <laughs> okay. Well, there we go. What did you hate about it? <clears throat> Come on, let's go into this. You, Jolien? I've, I've got to work tomorrow. I can't be up all night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to take hours. No, for me, it's simple. Uh, you're going to tell us the story of Laurie Strode and Michael Myers and how they're forever entangled in, in this, this, uh, this war, this mutual destruction, this back and forth and all this stuff. So I got a great idea. Why don't we talk about fucking Corey? Well, uh, I think Who's was, Corey, I you think might ask? Was, I think it's beautiful how they built him up through the trilogy from when he was a little kid. So that by the third one, when he <laughs> becomes Michael Myers' you know, apprentice, uh, it, it's really got a lot of pathos and weight to mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't you mean the fourth one? Because they count the first Halloween as the first movie. <clears throat> In this. So Halloween oh, 2018 yes, is part course. two. So. Yeah. This is just what I was saying on the last episode. People don't know what they want. And you ask, well, you want Michael Myers killing people or you want something new? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I heard people complain. And Halloween Kills was god awful. It was the worst thing. <laughs> Terrible time. Stupid beyond belief. Um, and people said, oh, and Michael Myers is walking around killing people. Like, That's all of these movies, you fuckers. Why don't they do something new? They do something new and they all complain. I thought this movie was an almost dead-on early, early 80s, late 70s sort of slasher film. I mean... There are problems with it, but no, none any graver than any other B-level slasher movie. <clears throat> I'll answer your question. What I want from a Halloween movie is I want 
if you're, if you're going to bring Jamie Lee Curtis back and we're going to have Laurie Strode and we're going to show her having aged or having lived through the trauma, fine. You can show all that stuff you want. Family members have either survived or been killed. Do with that what you will as a writer. But I want you to not expect, well, if you are a character in the movie, to not expect Michael Myers is coming back and for him to come, you know, come back when you don't expect it start killing. The killing has not been detected. So essentially, I just want more of the same crap they've done previously. But I don't need you to introduce a brand new character in the third movie of a trilogy and have the whole movie be about him if you are scheming and plotting to turn him into Michael Myers at the end of the movie and go forward and make three more, ten more, however many more. Fine. Go with your bad self and I'll disagree with it. But they killed him. And they're not even doing that. So we had to watch goddamn Corey ride around on a motorcycle and sometimes be a killer and sometimes be a little bitch who gets smacked around by a bunch of high school kids and thrown off of a bridge. That's great. That's what teens would be the least likely to beat someone up. The high, the band kids. Right. It's a joke. And it's sort of brilliant. With the shittiest haircuts. Yes. And they were like tiny kids, too. They weren't even big opposing football players or anything. You know, the first time I watched it, I was like, what? He's being picked on by the band nerds? Second time I watched it, I enjoyed it a lot. And uh, and as far as... Uh, I, I'll agree with you. They should have introduced Corey earlier. Mm-hmm. But I believe they wrote these three movies separately. They never had an overarching no. plot because Absolutely. most people don't want right that way because you don't know if you're going to make the third movie. Yeah, you're making it up as you go along, for yeah, sure, for mm-hmm. sure. You know, um, what else did you <clears throat> say? Uh, you know, uh, you say, oh, they, they could have made Corey into this killer, but they kill him at the end. Didn't they do the same thing, Michael Myers, a hundred thousand times? They can still make a second Halloween Ends. <laughs> Sure. I hope they do. <laughs> so, we yes. can, so we can mock it and laugh at it. It's seriously comparing this to that's why I wanted to watch Halloween four and five, because I remember four and five being just absolute trash, just not good in any way. Um, I oh. didn't because I was like, do I really want to subject myself to that? No. Um but seriously, I don't think this movie, while I don't think it was good, mm-hmm. I don't think it's any worse you don't think than <laughs> any other Halloween movie and about half the slashers from the 80s. It had its weird little moments that were, went on too long that didn't tell you very much other than the sheriff, the old sheriff likes Laurie. Oh, yeah, that, that takes up the first half of the movie. Yes, mm-hmm. that is exactly what they would do in one of those slashers. Is they'd have some stupid scene that goes on. It's supposed to teach you about characters, but you're just like, it's padding. This is filler. Mm-hmm. You know, it it makes all the same mistakes those movies used to make. But it's clearly intentional. Hmm. Hence the band nerds beating him up. You know, um, also the end of this movie, although I didn't care for the va- the last bit. If I could have made this movie, I would have cut Laurie Strode. Yeah. 
you know her writing is god awful and i think they did that on purpose yeah, because it is the most overwrought sort of uh, um her granddaughter uh falls so hard in love with Corey that she's willing to throw in her entire life away to go be with him and what's what is her life her life is shit Everybody she knows has been murdered except her crazy fucking grandmother, who, no offense to Jamie Lee Curtis, they should have never brought her back. She is the wrong tone for this movie. She believes that Halloween, or at least she gives this impression in her interviews, Halloween is some sort of deep, you know, treatise on the nature of evil or something. Hmm. No. You know, people want... More of the same, but Michael Myers as a character has nothing. There's nothing to him. The whole point was he was an unknowable killer. Right. Adding lore to him has only made him worse. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, keeping Lori going didn't help any because she is under this impression and they want to give it to her because she's a good actress. Everybody likes her, but... Why is she still in these movies? She didn't... It wasn't... It's, in the first one, she had no connection to Michael Myers. She was just some babysitter that he was right. attacking. The second movie, they decide, oh, that's his sister. And I think the second movie falls under... Uh, I don't know what the term would be, but sequel sabotage. Where you're given a movie, you don't want to make the sequel. So you make, the, you make Beetlejuice Goes to Hollywood. Or you write it, and everybody goes, no, let's not make that. But it, no, it, they it went was, ahead. It was Hawaii. What did I say? Hollywood. Hollywood. No, he does go to Hawaii. Yeah, sorry. Um, anyway. Yeah, he shipwrecks on the shores of whatever island, and he's, yeah, going to hang out there. Nice, sunny island. Would you have had the shrunken head the whole time? I would think Because so. that might be funny. That could be funny. <laughs> So, in a way, you're defending this movie. I will defend this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Julian, we're going we're gonna to put... You well, both I, wanted I me to hate it. In the second one... Well, that would be more entertaining. Um, in the second one of these, like Halloween Kills, right? Yes. Laurie thinks that he's after her, and he's actually not. And I thought that was the most interesting thing about it. Yeah. And I thought in the third one, she might have been still crazy Laurie... But she'd have nothing to do with how it ended up. Um, and I wish it had gone more that way because what you have in this movie ends up is her, at her age, taking on him, even though he's also, like, in his 70s. He, We've seen him take on a mob. He's taken on the police. I will say... He's, he's survival then, <laughs> but uh, old lady in the kitchen, he's, he's done. Yeah. Um, I did not care for the last of this movie. When they crucified him? Um, no, not that. I mean the whole fight. After uh, Allison walks in and, and thinks Lori killed Corey. Corey. Uh, Lori killed Corey. Um, which I thought was good because that's a way to beat Lori you, if you're the final girl, but you take everything away and you know you make her, her one link to her family left hate her completely because she mm -hmm. is a nut in this movie yeah 
She's the stalker in this movie, which was a nice change of pace. They make her crazy. Um, but, yeah, the last 15 minutes um, or so until the very, very end was the whole fight and everything. I just cut that out. I feel that that was studio interference. They hmm. came in and said, you really do have to give us the fight. So you feel that the suits put their fingerprints all over it? Uh, there's some smudges there. Yeah, okay. I felt this whole trilogy had this air of smugness, like, oh, this is the ultimate Halloween, and it's smart, and it's meaningful, and uh, is right on, and it's been stupid all the way through. Yes. Uh, and derivative of uh, movies that it looks down on. Um, you know, it says it's not going to reference, it's just going back to the first Halloween, but it references the whole thing. Um it's, uh, it's taking its ideas from Friday the 13th sequels, like um, Friday the 13th Part 5, where it's someone else becoming mm-hmm. Jason. Uh, Jason goes to hell, where the evil is this this, this parasite that can hop to Yeah, there are hosts. several movies have done that. Um, the Hidden. Well, the, the Hidden before that. Did it yeah. the best. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But... But, and I think Shocker. Jason Hell did it better. Shocker. <laughs> did you um, ever see that? <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah. I, I, the Fallen, was that it? Or was another one? I felt the whole um, Cory in the junkyard and the bully kids was from Christine, as I mentioned. 100%. Yeah. Um, Again, I'm not saying this is a good movie. No. I'm just saying this isn't a terrible movie. I didn't think it worked as a horror movie. It was not scary at all. Um, um, I, I don't didn't think care any... about anyone who got killed for the most part. They, were, they had to, they had to go to they had to be really stupid um, to get killed. Um, I find those in every horror movie. That's the but thing. They, you... Most of them in this one uh, were, were like that. You know what though? These were some great kills. When the when the girl gets run over and she's in the fence, I thought that was pretty good. The guy gets a torch in the mouth. And the best kill was in what every horror kid said growing up with Freddy or Jason or Michael Myers or Chucky or whoever. Why don't they just grind him up or yes. case him in, two, in concrete and throw him in the ocean? Okay. We all had that story, that game we played. This movie did it. <laughs> this movie said, yeah, we are going to give you... The end you always wanted as a kid. When you were 14. When you were a little kid and you were like, oh, how would you defeat Jason or, you know, whatever. Right. I was hoping everyone would like tilt their heads back and sing, Halloween is here. That would have been good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I, I thought the, the goal was good. Um, but yeah, like with the, you have the, that, the kids getting killed off in short order. Yeah. There's like one under a fence, and and but her friend has to like, uh, even though that the killer's right there, uh, the other friends have to like stop and look at the kid under the fence. And the kid under the fence is like can see the killer's right over there and doesn't say anything about it, and lets her friends get killed. <clears throat> she does say to the to the boy, because he's oh, like, you're, you're gonna you're dead. You're yeah. yeah. But uh, she doesn't say like the killer's so and so's dead again. I don't know why these are complaints for this movie particularly. I don't understand the disappointment because, again, Halloween is shit. <laughs> Halloween part one is okay. I'll give it that. Uh, Black Christmas is better. 
Um, Halloween 3 is better than the whole series because it wasn't <laughs> fucking Michael Myers. I hate Michael Myers as a killer because there's nothing there. And that you keep going with him, you have to put something there. Yeah. You can't just keep repeating that, you know, I thought maybe a neat take would be if, if you got the uh, permission to use the blackest black there is. Mm -hmm. An artist owns this color. Mm -hmm. If you got permission to use that and you cast the shape in that completely, so he is literally a shape, mm -hmm. and have him go around killing like that, I think would, you know, maybe be an interesting take. He's, you know, if you're going to go with, he's this, you know, faceless killer. Mm -hmm. yeah, go I, all the I way. I do think it's the worst of the, the franchises because it goes from such a high to such a low. Yeah. Whereas Friday the 13th kind of, you know, is pretty... It, it's, <laughs> it's middling, but... Yeah, it's, it's his groove and... Mm -hmm. um, a lot of lateral moves, but yeah, that's it, cool. It's never classic. It's ne never a great movie. Right. Exactly. And that's, I'm saying, you know, Halloween, it's, it's never been great. Yeah, it's never... I, I enjoy the first And three. I will agree that, that this, this trilogy uh, does look down on horror in a way or at least and i think that it that mostly comes sadly from <clears throat> from uh jamie lee curtis i think she really puts this attitude on it like these movies mean something when they don't there's nothing here which is perfect you know that's that's enough for a slasher there was no purpose to the first halloween there was no reason he was killing, you know. It's just, it's the same sort of thing. I just don't understand why the tropes don't work this time, for you guys. From and again, I'm not saying this is this is going up on the Hall of Fame or anything or best movie of 2022. Um, but it's not the worst Halloween. Is that the best I can say? Maybe. Uh, well, the th thing is, from from is because of that smug attitude that I'm inclined to dislike these more than like a cheap slasher, even if it's just made for, to make money, if it's just ripping off Halloween yeah. or whatever. I, I, I like those better. True. Um, they just whip them out in two weeks. They're not, it's not like tens of millions of dollars, huge I, advertising campaign. I will agree with and, all that. And uh, all that, all the, and there's there's a lot of talent behind these. Uh huh. Uh, you know, it's got it's got production and special effects and it's going for it, but the script is just so bad. The one part that costs the least. I only agree. Handle. The story, the story is not great. Um, it takes a lot of missteps. Well, um, the internal logic isn't good. Um, I don't look for internal logic and. In, Halloween films or Freddy <laughs> films or Chucky films <clears throat> because they're ridiculous on, enough. I don't, I mean, I even agree. If that, it's a stupid internal logic, if it sticks with it. Okay. I'm, I'm with yeah, it. yeah. It's consistent. If, within a movie, if it's like, if it establishes a set of physics, you know, a bit of law and doesn't stick to it, then it's like annoying. What didn't it stick to, I guess, is maybe my problem. What uh, well, in terms of physics, there's characters who... Um, is like someone's being killed, and then the other person doesn't know they're being killed just because the lights are off. 
I, again, I don't see, I, I see where you're coming from with, with the budget and the talent and everything. And I agree with that. It is disappointing that they spent 10, 20 million, 30, a hundred billion dollars on this thing. And this is what they came up with. I would also much prefer to watch some regional horror film that was shot in a week, you know, and set in bumfuck Idaho somewhere. Um, made by actual people there than this uh and i can see going into this and this may be the only reason again i don't think this is a good movie but i didn't hate it because i didn't go in with any no, expectations didn't, didn't hate it. i just like chewed gum and passed before my eyes and that's kind of how my first watch was the second watch was a little more fun um some of that is because it's stupid um, you know, uh, yeah, the ideas have been done before. Um, I would have kind of liked if they pushed where you didn't know if it was Corey or Michael killing them. Uh, I think would have been more interesting. That would have been I a lot more interesting. I think if they cut, <clears throat> um, Halloween kills out of the trilogy completely. They could, you know, this would have been a lot better. Say they add a little bit of Corey to Halloween 2018. Mm-hmm. He's the town weirdo or something. Maybe give a hint that he he might be darker than he appears. You know, that would have been a good setup. I can totally agree with that. You know, setup would be nice. Um, the first time through, I kept thinking Allison was like late 20s and this kid was... 21 he says but he seems a lot younger um i think i thought they were it was a weird relationship but on the second watch i actually kind of like the chemistry between the two actors hmm um you know again it's far from perfect many missteps but it doesn't stumble any farther than any of the other halloween movies I'm looking here. I will say par for the course. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Um, Corey's character is supposed to be 21 when you meet him. Yeah, he says that. And then uh, when Because the kid's like, Michael Myers doesn't kill kids. He kills babysitters like you, stupid, or whatever he says. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm thinking, go ahead and kill this shitty kid, but kill this guy too. Oh, that kid Um, was horrible. Yeah. You know, when he's, he's such, a, such a movie kid. Exactly. I've, I'm sick of movie kids. And in, in, in real quick sidebar to that, the movie kids thing, those high school kids, you know, the three of them could roll on me. I'm going to fuck one of them up I think and scare that, the shit out of the other two. I think that was the joke. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I don't know. I think it's. <laughs> that's how you handle a group that's attacking you. Just grab one of them and just don't let go and just hurt them badly and then scare the shit out of the other two. That's, that's the formula for this kind of thing for real life movies. I don't know. Whatever they write is what happens, but, yeah. um, you know, I, I, I know some real life examples of, of, uh, that having happened. My scariest shit older brother <laughs> did something where he scared a whole group of them off by messing up the first one. It works. That's why before every fight I strip nude. No one wants to fight you if you're vomiting or naked. And if you can and do I both. And I can do both. <laughs> I will also scream at the top of my lungs that I'm a hemophiliac. 
So, <clears throat> yeah, Corey's supposed to be 21, and then you meet him again. And so three, I was like... Three, ah. three years later, he's 24. And I was like, how old is... Uh, looks 30. How old is Allison? But then I realized, oh, she was like 16 in 2018. <clears throat> yeah. I believe. I don't know for sure, but she's in high school, so four mm. years later. Who's counting? Now... I want to say this real quick here, other other than how to fuck up a bunch of teenagers. <laughs> is, um, how to make a good movie versus making a crappy movie. You write something, and maybe you disagree with this. Well, I don't remember if you liked It Follows. It mm. Follows looks and feels more like Haddonfield. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we just want to look at the numbers on this, It Follows... <clears throat> First, we'll do Halloween uh, ends. $33 million to make this thing. It made 105 So it just about tripled what the budget was at the box office. Minus it, advertising. Yeah, minus advertising. So it probably didn't make that much. Um, it follows $1.3 to make it. It made $23.3 So way bigger return That's on investment. That's because It Follows <clears throat> is a good movie. Yeah. Again, my... I'm not saying Halloween is good. Yeah, the I, word of mouth in It Follows is great. Yeah. 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 Uh, it Follows is, pro- and this show are probably what got me back into the horror. Because I got sick of horror sometime around Hostel. Yeah. Um, I didn't think it was. The so-called torture porn. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't into that really. <clears throat> it didn't. Yeah. It wore off quickly. If it had been one movie, it had been one hostile movie, like, okay, that was extreme. But they just kind of kept doing that. And then you got into the Bagools, and it all just seemed too silly. Never mind the Bagools. And too too desperate for a franchise. Okay. Um, anyway. Um, so doing this podcast got you back into horror because we've been – We've been discovering things. We've been rummaging around. We've been giving things a shot that we wouldn't normally. Is that why? Yeah, that's part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that they are putting out better horror movies. Oh, absolutely. Like Uh, we happened upon this notion of, hey, let's make a show at the right time. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, The Witch is probably the one that made me think like, wow, there's people out there that are putting more thought into this than just some spooky monster that's going to jump out. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, it could have been just a witch popped out, you know, every 20 minutes and said Bagul. And <laughs> we all scream and, you know, everybody walks out and they want to see the next witch Bagul movie or whatever. The Nun. Yes, exactly. The Perfect nun. example. You can make the witch or you can make the fucking nun. You know, and it is unfortunate <laughs> That Halloween ends got such a budget, yeah, and had people that should know better. They should have gave it to the It Follows guy. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever watch uh, David Robert Mitchell? Uh, Under the Silver Light. No, um, that he did that after. Yes. Um, it Follows. I recommend it highly. Okay. It is fantastic. Uh, doesn't make much sense. Some dogs die. Uh, well, that's not cool. Uh, well, there's a serial killer going around killing dogs. Oh. Um, Weird. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the... I don't, I don't know <clears throat> how I'd be able to see that. So, 
they don't really kill the dogs. Yeah, I know, but... I don't think there's anything very graphic. I don't think they show any on-screen... I don't remember any on-screen murders. It's more referenced than anything. I think you see one dead, bloody dog after the fact. But it's more of a background detail that's mentioned, you know, like... I think you see a poster at the first at a grocery store, kind of a, a detail that, you know, they they don't go into at that time. You just, a dog killer, okay. And then I think he mentions it. It comes up a couple times, but it's pretty far down on the plot points because the plot just goes insane. Basically, uh, I don't want to give it away. I should point this out real quick. I've got I've got this page open um, for um, uh, David Robert Mitchell. He's one year older than David Gordon Green. Hmm. So they're, I mean, here's two writer director types that you could say, uh, you know, are right in there as far as like old enough to be trusted with a big property like this or that. Um. Just that this guy is better at his job. and I, I don't know. I like David Gordon Green. I don't think the Halloween th- trilogy is great. I think it's one of those problems where, like, m- Marvel movie roping in somebody who's, you know, a uh, uh, lesser known or indie sort of director, and then they're not allowed to do what yeah, they I don't, want. I don't, uh, I'm not, I don't have a problem with the direction. No, I don't have a problem with the direction. Um, and I I think probably a large part of this came, again, from sort of uh, studio hands, uh, you know. And, you know, Green is one of four writers on this, so I can't blame the writing on David Gordon Green. This movie... That's I will, unfair of me to do that. Yeah. I will, I will say something. This movie does make... A grave mistake near the beginning when it shows a clip of it. Oh. Or a thing, I mean. The thing, yeah. The thing. Yeah. That's always don't, a mistake. Don't show a better movie. <laughs> yeah. They make up for it because they show a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. And I can't remember, I think, Hard Target maybe? I don't remember which one it was. Oh, yeah, he's watching... Um, uh, is it Hard Target? Yeah. I think it's Hard Target. Yeah, I didn't got, bother to look at his mullet. Yeah, he's got his mullet and he's shooting at this bus and it blows up. Yeah. I was like, okay, they covered it. They picked the worst <laughs> oh, movie. That's fantastic. They balanced it out. Um, you know, yeah. Yeah, that was during the whole Christine sequence. I have to tell you guys, there are some conspicuously um, high rated uh, uh, user reviews that I found <laughs> of what Halloween ends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Halloween uh, the 13th. Yeah. I don't think, I don't. Hmm. Yeah. Let's see. The average rating is 1.9, but if you click into more audience reviews, all these rave five star reviews, this movie was just amazing. I've never been more excited to watch a horror movie. Yeah. That's oh. a bot. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Um, the kills were just phenomenal and Corey was a great addition. Uh, it's just crazy. Um, like how many of these there are Yeah, that, that are raving about it. I could see where someone could take your position on it and say, look, you know, what do you want? This is a, this is another one of these movies in this trilogy. Uh, so what if they introduce a new character? Maybe that's what they should do. 
what's the point of Lori? I, I could see where someone would put that in their review, but, uh, um, but saying that it's insanely good, it's the best horror movie they've ever seen. This no. has got to be fake. No, yeah, that's a bot. It's got to be. Yeah, again, I don't think this is great, but I expected a three from hell. I'm going to blame you guys. You built it up. That's the we worst built, thing we ever. Built, we built it down. <laughs> you built it down. You tore it down so bad, I was expecting three from hell. And and that, this was watchable enough. I watched it twice. Yeah, that was like Gigli. Everyone was like, Gigli is the worst movie ever made. I'm like, no, it's not. No. <laughs> it's not even the worst movie this year. Right. Or it's not even the worst movie out. Ben Affleck's made. <laughs> no. <laughs> so... Um, so what what are some <laughs> I don't know can I even go into what are some things that didn't work for you in this well you talked well, about some things that could be excused or that you thought worked what didn't work um I thought you know the whole Corey thing was a bit ham-handed because he a bit yeah I mean I would have liked some more setup too you know, I yeah. ended up liking the chemistry between Allison and Corey, um, but I felt their, you know, their romance was too quick. He walks in with a bloody hand and she falls for him. Right. Um, I thought they could have uh, either cut Lori completely or pushed it a little more and made her, you know, maybe Corey isn't evil and Lori is the one who's gone crazy. Mm -hmm. um that could be i think you know as i said earlier i think it could have been more ambiguous if it was michael or Corey. if they could blur some lines between is this like you said laurie's perception or reality is it michael killing or is it Corey? if they could blur those lines in several places that'd be interesting or you know show us some flashbacks when Corey's in court and the mom of the shitty kid that got killed is screaming at him in the courtroom and maybe uh, you know, maybe somehow, uh, what's, what's her face? Uh, uh, Lindsay, uh, not Lindsay. Um, is that her name? <laughs> Lindsay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Maybe Lindsay witnesses this somehow, you know, maybe she's in the courtroom or she sees it in the news or outside the courtroom, you know? Uh, I don't think that add anything. I mean, at least it would establish something just like, Oh, here's Corey with a bloody hand. I'm so in love with him. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I figured it. They said enough that it was. Uh, Maybe it she's was. a bar back at the fucking bar, and he comes in a bunch because he's drowning his sorrows. And yeah, they comes could in have one day set him a, up better. Comes in one day with a bloody hand. But uh, oh, I found all the setups were pretty weak. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, from, from the get go, the first kill was this kid who's for some reason uh, standing outside this door that he's locked, and the and Corey's kicking it. The kid gets hit by the store so hard he goes that over he goes the rail. flying over railing that he's actually taller than and then takes like five seconds to hit the oh, ground. When floor. he hits the ground it's hilarious. <laughs> it is so funny. Although I on the second watch and I maybe I'll watch it again to see, I don't know that you really know if the door hit the kid or if he chucked him over the rail or if he uh. chucked him over the railing which the first time i watched it i was like he hit him with the do- well actually the first time i watched it i was like wait what happened mm-hmm. right i didn't see that and i was like did i m- blank out for a second and miss something did i look away what happened but 
during the second watch, I, I paid more attention and that's not actually shown. And so it gives you this hint, like maybe Corey did throw him over. It's implied he hit him with the door, but again, mm. how do you go over the banister? Right. If it's, you know, yeah, yeah. the that's same what, that's height. That's what didn't make sense to me. And yeah, the, and it didn't make sense to me the first time. And the, the muffled yells of, I'll kill you, as he's trying to kick the door. And the parents hear that. Yeah, which, of course. Which is, you know, which makes them all the more want him to be put in jail forever. Um, what else didn't work? Um, the fight at the end, as I mentioned, yeah. between elderly Lori and elderly Michael. Yeah, they you should know. have had walkers and canes. That would have been great. Like jousting would have been better. <laughs> well, they should have paid off her booby traps. Yeah, yeah, something, right? You know, I didn't get the suicide thing. Like, did she know that Michael or Corey were in the house? Yeah, she must have. And it seemed like weird setup. There was another thing. Michael comes into the kitchen and Lori's hiding in the pantry. And the microwave's going... And then the food explodes, and that causes Michael to uh, look away, and Lori burst out and grabs him. Who put the food in the microwave? Hmm. She went right into the pantry. She didn't stop and, and mm-hmm. put the enchiladas on for three minutes. Who did that? Yeah, we, I mean, it's Steven Seagal. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> you know, and yeah, it's derivative of a lot of stuff. You know, But you know what? Rob Zombie was nowhere near this film. That alone makes it better. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, I have to I have to mention that there's there's a feature on Google that I love so much, which is the people also ask section. Mm-hmm. Any of the little arrows you can click on, um, people also ask, "Will Halloween Ends be the last movie? Was Halloween Ends a flop?" What was the point of Halloween Ends? And I thought, ooh, let me click on that one. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't really satisfactorily answer that, but it says... Uh, Halloween Ends was made for money. It made money. <laughs> mm-hmm. All in all, Halloween Ends is about the people of Haddonfield as they struggle to recover from the grief and trauma that Michael left behind after taking so many innocent lives. That's something we didn't talk about was the whole town has just gone sour and toxic and mean and weird. That's yeah. It's like Derry. Yeah. I think, yeah. uh, I, I felt a lot of times uh, during this, how big is Haddonfield? Yeah. Because sometimes they act like, you know, two murders 40 years ago or whatever, just shocked the whole town. Other times it seems like a suburb of a city or something that, you know, they have a Noodles and Company in the background in one shot, although they changed the name, but it's the same font. It's like Noodle Place or something. Right. Yeah. yeah, they've got their own radio station. Yeah, they've got a radio station. Major hospital. Yeah, so, you know. Haddonfield has grown to be quite the bustling metropolis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Um, doesn't. Yeah, like you say, it follows as a, more of a field of... Uh, yeah, a sub- oh, suburban so. town that uh, I think we're we're sort of um, led to understand how far outside Chicago it is because of the signs on the you know that we see 
uh, when um, Dr. Loomis is heading into Haddonfield, like Chicago, 153 miles or something like that. So we get the idea that it's not a suburb of Chicago. It's maybe a suburb of Peoria. I don't know. Um, but it's, it's in Illinois. It's quiet. There's it, palm trees. Sometimes, sometimes, <laughs> not a lot of yeah, some, leaves. Yeah, so there's bougainvillea. There's <laughs> same leaves in every street. Yeah. Maybe I, some plumeria. I liked how terrible the pumpkin looked in this. <laughs> it was... Oh, in the credits? No, uh, the that's CG on pumpkin. Lori's... I kind of like the CG oh, the pumpkin. Oh, Lori's the, pumpkin. Yeah. The, yeah, she lights the candle in. It looks so bad, and I, I have to believe that is a callback to... The first Halloween and the fact that they had to paint like melons, green melons, orange, and there was you know. there were some weird pumpkin related gourds from like South America that they were yes, able to that get their, was it <laughs> able to get their hands on. Um, Jolene, and, uh, there's probably a list of things that don't work for you. What's some standouts then? Uh, the well, another major killer is the cop mm-hmm. who uh, who goes under a bridge by himself, finds a corpse. Here's the uh, crazy kid laughing evilly from a sewer mm-hmm. and goes walking in there. Doesn't report yeah. it. Doesn't draw his gun. Yep. Doesn't radio it in. That's not quite right. <laughs> because he goes down there. One, he's drunk. And he thinks Corey's a pussy. Um, he sees the body. And Corey laughs, but then Corey comes out and puts a bag over his head and beats him up. And that then the cop follows him into the sewer. Is that the sequence of events? Yes, I believe so. Okay. You've seen and, it more times than I have. Yeah. Uh, at least once more. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the, that's the case. But yes, it is stupid that then he goes after he gets beat up further into the sewers after the kid got him. But Okay, I couldn't yeah. remember. I mean, it's not. it doesn't matter. But, uh, you know, there were stupid things like Corey stabs the homeless guy. Who's the guy who played Michael Myers in the yeah. Halloween 2018? The patient Michael Myers. Yeah. So he stabs him and he leaves the body there. Well, he puts it in the tent. But he throws the knife away. And then I was like, aren't the cops going to find that right away? And then I realized, you know, clearly the cops in Hattonfield are as bad as real cops. <laughs> And they wouldn't find that if you stuck them with it. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, some of the other questions. What do fans think of Halloween Ends? Halloween Ends, which was released in theaters simultaneously on Peacock, October 14th, currently holds a 39% rating on Rotten Tomatoes and an audience score of 57% and has been met with criticism by fans for its unique direction. <laughs> what? Unique? I don't think it was very unique Here's at all. I like these questions, though. Is Halloween Ends a disappointment? <laughs> Can't you decide that for yourself? Yeah, what should I think? What does it uh, mean? Please tell me what to think. The Google. ones that get me are people who uh, are new to comic book collecting. They're like, I bought 170 issues of Avengers. Should I read them? No. What the fuck did you buy them all for? What? You know, I bought this omnibus <laughs> of of all the Avengers stories. Should I read it? Yeah, what, what order do I read the omnibus in? <laughs> yeah, you're like that's a like a hundred and fifty dollar book. Why would you buy that if you're not going to read it? Uh. You know, I've never read a comic book before, but I went out and bought two hundred dollars worth of. I don't. I'm not stuff. in that tax bracket. <laughs> 
No, no, not at all. Okay, is The Godfather objectively a good movie? I'm asking you. What two. does it mean? What would you, should you feel about The Godfather? Is The Godfather good? I just keyed it into Google so I could see the people also ask. Um, is Godfather is The Godfather the greatest movie ever? No. The answer is. The Godfather is regarded as one of the greatest and most influential movies ever made, as well as a landmark of the gangster genre. Will they bring Sonny back in Godfather 4? Mm-hmm. That would make sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Set today. Yeah, zombie Sonny. Why not? He didn't really die. He's just been hiding out for 40 years or whatever, 50 years. Uh, yes, objectively, Yes. Okay. On the scale of good movies to bad, it is the best movie of all time. Gili <laughs> is objectively the worst movie of all time. People also ask, was Gili a good movie? I've never seen it. Have it, you seen it? It just no. says no. I, I saw a bit of it and it was really dull. I bought it for bad movie night before I moved from um, Spokane to Denver. So that would have been 2005. So I bought a copy of Gigli, uh Catwoman, and Plan 9 from Outer Space. Well, one of them's rewatchable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one of them's really watchable for one reason. But uh, yeah, but otherwise, yeah, um, Plan 9 from Outer Space is still something I watch several times a year. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> was Gigli a good movie? Uh, worthy of every bit of its infamous reputation, Gigli is an amazingly bad rom-com. Ben Ben Affleck gives a terrible performance, as does Jennifer Lopez. And it's only made worse by the cameos of Christopher Walken and Al Pacino, who show up up everyone who dares to share the screen with them. Well, duh, they're going to show up anybody. They're going to upstage whoever else shows up. So, duh. But no, uh, it should have just said no. No. Is Gili a good movie? No. Google could, you know, objectively save, save some ones and zeros by just saying no. I love when people make that argument. This was objectively a bad movie. Yes, yes, we did. We ran tests on it, <laughs> and it came up bad. <laughs> yes. Not. I watched it and I didn't <clears throat> like that. Here's you know the, why. You know that thing Willy Wonka has where you you put some you put a, a nut on this thing and it, it and it buzzes and dumps it down the the pit. Uh huh. Um, or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. It was to test the walnuts or whatever. I think, yeah, it was walnuts or something. And if they were good or bad. Yeah, yeah. I think you could do that with movies. Probably. <laughs> Just goes down the pit. You know, pumpkin hat. <laughs> In the garbage now. <laughs> you know, three from hell, it's in the trash. Well, what would happen with Plan 9? Well, see, it's not objectively bad. <laughs> no, it's objectively bad. <laughs> okay. But it would somehow bounce off but, the side of the... But it's subjectively good. The side of the big grinder from the end of Halloween Ends? That's where the movies <laughs> fall in? Yes. It somehow hit the edge and bounced off, and now it's laying on the floor over there. Not many people will see it, but it's not destroyed. Let's talk about the crucifixion and grinding of Michael Myers since you brought it up. So you think the, uh, I mean, we saw his head explode like a pumpkin. Yes. Yeah. I mean, they could still do him in space. They could. You know, this you is know, true. You know, there's blood in that grinder and clones are the easiest mm-hmm. thing in the world in movies. Yeah, shove, shove some nanites in there. Yeah. 
You know, he's some sort of biomechanical. Have you seen Jason X? Jason. I know you have because we covered it on the show. Halloween in space. Yeah. Michael in space. Where no one can hear you trick or treat. Or Michael Hellraiser. Some of that blood drips into the lament configuration and boom. There you go. I'll, I'll give it a shot. Couldn't be worse than three leprechauns from, in space. Three, three from hell. <laughs> I think maybe I watched too many bad movies. <laughs> maybe. I've just become more tolerant. Maybe. We've numbed you to this. Yes. Um, anything else before we uh, do the recommends? Uh, I was disappointed that I wasn't disappointed. That's the worst kind of disappointment, isn't it? <laughs> you know, I really went into this thinking it would be twice as bad as Halloween Kills. I expected a lot of repeat evil dies tonight, mm-hmm. which somebody should have said at the end when his head exploded. <laughs> Sheriff gets up there and yells, evil dies tonight. And then his head explodes. And then he gets a mouthful of Michael. Oh, <laughs> that would be perfect. <laughs> Oh, some of it went in my mouth, and then the, the credits come down. Yeah. Like, was that the actor or the, the character? Right. Uh. And then he got to outtakes, wacky outtakes. Yeah. With the All of Jackie Chan movies. Yeah. His stunts went bad. Yakety sax playing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this Michael is, didn't get all the way through the grinder. This movie is one big gag reel, so what are we going to do? I'm still alive. Uh, <laughs> the grinder again. Uh, it's stuck. Back it up. Uh. Yeah, it's like a paper shredder. You know? It worked better in 30 Days of Night. Oh. The grinder. Well, I don't and, even and remember. Texas Chainsaw 3D. Yeah, they stole the, they stole this bit. So to 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 literally crucify Michael Myers and then carry him away and then just grind him into bits. Um, they, may, should, they should have called in a druid and he'd explode his mask in a shower of snakes. Yes. That. Why not just fold that into it as well? Yeah, why uh, not? But you're right, though. They they uh, they did what every 14 year old boy said to do. Uh-huh. You know, you're, you you got your jerk friends over for a sleepover and you're watching these movies and you're like, why don't they just take the stupid Chucky doll? I mean, throw him out the window. Because he's just going to come back. Yeah, that's why. And you don't suspect a doll. I mean, really, people do, but. <laughs> they sure do now. Clowns and dolls are just, yeah, they they can't just blend into the background anymore. I feel bad for clowns sometimes. You know, if that's your career choice, you gotta know. <laughs> you just want to bring terror to children everywhere. <laughs> and everyone's You're messing doing with you. A real, you know, a ser- service. Yeah, they've, they've got to learn terror at some point. They've got to learn terror. They've got to know that a dead body looks creepy because you know you're white. Maybe your nose has fallen off. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're all bloated. <laughs> you know. There's a new commercial. You got to find out that things that are called comedy are not funny. Mm-hmm. There's a like but a pathos is hilarious. <laughs> There's a cranberry juice commercial where this woman is screaming at the clown. Where she yeah she's trying to convince herself that if she just calms down and has a sip of this juice that she can handle the fact that there's a clown in front of her, and she just does this this 
kick to the face, like from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, <laughs> when the sister kicks the principal in the face. She does that same kick. Yeah. And knocks the clown out. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that that's just me pointing out that, you know, clowns are still not getting a break. No. And it's not really because of Stephen King with It, and it's not really because of John Wayne Gacy. No, my, I mean, It was out, but we hadn't read it because we were kids. But my cousin was terrified of clowns from yeah. a really young age. They're bright, colorful, and, and boisterous and startling. And I think that puts a lot of kids off. They're not funny. <laughs> not by not by today's standards, and by today I mean from nineteen seventy something to present. From the turn of the last century <laughs> till the present. From nineteen oh one to present. Yeah, yeah. Someone paints on a smile. Yeah. Uh, There's something wrong. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not okay. It's like you know they're not smiling. Yeah. That, not really. Does that mean Emmett Kelly is acceptable because he'd paint a frown on his face? Who's that? He was a famous clown in the 50s. A sad sack. And he's like uh, a, a sad sack hobo. hobo. Yeah. He basically has a frown painted on his face and he yeah. walks around. Weary Willie. Yeah. That was the name here. I'll, I'll bring it up so you can look at it when we're done here. Um, so uh, the recommends. Let's uh, not put it off any longer. So what is, uh, what's your take on this, Jolien? Mm. Um, Will you ever watch it again? No. No? Okay. So you don't recommend it. You'll never watch it again. Um, anything else to add? If, you, if you're following the Halloween series, then, yeah, check it out. But, you know, if you're completist. But, you know, uh, if you haven't seen It Follows or um, Christine or any other films it references, mm-hmm. watch them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Christine is a gorgeous movie. Will? I would say, I will wrap it up this way. If you just now decide that chicken nuggets taste like shit, I don't know. They've always (laughs) tasted like shit, right? (laughs) Why is it only now that they're disgusting you? What I'm saying is if you've eaten that, you know, go ahead, finish the meal. Okay. I don't recommend it. It's not good. No, it's not good. I don't recommend it. Um, I think it is a really dumb choice to introduce a brand new character and center the entire movie around him for what's supposed to be wrapping everything up. Uh, that's a terrible offense. And uh, and no slight on the actor. I'm, uh, I can say he, he did mm-hmm. fine work. Um, he, he probably will have a career doing other fine work uh, as far as his acting abilities. But... Um, this was stupid and pointless to 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 write it that way. Uh, someone should have stopped somebody and said, "Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute!" It was too late. Yeah, twenty eighteen is should have been nothing. They should have, they should have stopped at two. Two should have been like, "No, we're not making it." Mm-hmm. And then John Carpenter burned, I don't know, the studio down or something, so they never make another Halloween. <laughs> this this makes the stupidness of Evil Dies Tonight. <laughs> Chasing down the wrong guy who looks more like Danny DeVito than he does Michael Myers, killing him, uh, all that stupid crap that they did, it makes it look like uh, it's understandable. <laughs> I don't know. That's still. It's so stupid. It's so bad. And then Michael Myers, like, going full Hulk Hogan. <laughs> like, that was such a pro wrestling move that he comes back and slaughters everybody. 
who was just kicking his ass. See, I this think seventy-five-year-old kills is a worse movie than ends. I yes, think ends yes. just started too late. It was too little, too late. Yeah, if this had come, if this was the first in the trilogy, and they built Corey up. Yeah. So he doesn't turn in the first one or the second one. Yeah. You have Michael disappears at the end of the first one. If you're going to make 2018 part two like mm. they did, claim you don't have anything else there. Uh, yeah, I would have had Corey in that, and you question, is this kid evil? But it's not answered. You know, Maybe Michael has been gone for 40 years, but yeah. you know, Laurie's still running around. Yeah, Laurie's got PTSD, and she's she can't deal with stuff. Yeah. Um, she thinks she's being targeted, but she's not. Go with that, but the other women have to rally around her and say, well, like, we've got to pr- protect her and uh, our town, and yeah. they've got to do something smart and not have the stupid mob. No. You know, if it had gone, or if it had gone from 2018 to Halloween Ends, I I, I don't think it would have been as objectionable mm. to people, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I just really think Halloween Kills is the worst of the bunch. Yeah. Because. Yeah, it's really There's stupid. nothing to it, and it's stupid on top of it. Like, just. <laughs> yeah. That's how I should have felt with this one. I shouldn't have felt like it was okay. I should have felt like it was garbage, hot garbage, and it didn't give me that. It gave me a middling movie that I didn't hate. It felt like warm garbage. It was warm garbage at best. It was loose. It was a, dump- a dumpster smolder. Yeah. It didn't really get going. That's disappointing. Will somebody throw some gas on that dumpster? It's just Please. smoldering. Uh, okay, well, um, nobody really recommends it, and uh, and in they've promised they're not going to make any more. So I guess yeah, well, until it makes money, he's doing The Exorcist next. Oh, good. Someone else will make three more Halloween. Yeah, don't give The Exorcist to somebody who didn't make this mistake three times. Um, uh, do we know what we're doing next time? Uh, it's your pick menu okay you're gonna pick the menu cool jolian has picked the menu so we will be back next week with that listeners thank you for putting up with this evil dies tonight